Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, Podcast 147, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We're back, continuing our Season 3 commentary series with Episode 317, Catch-22. Oh, no. There's a Catch-22. There's a Catch! How many catches are there? <laughs> catch-20, Catch-21, Catch-22. 22 catches. That's uh, my British... <laughs> Excellent. I can't see uh, the difference. Yeah, super exciting. Seminal episode. Is yeah. it? Is okay. it? I would say it is. Is, is it, not? it? Is we'll it see. Not? It may uh, or may not be a seminal episode. Since I don't remember anything from it, I'm going to say no. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a safe bet. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. What can you say? I mean, it's an episode, right? Um, you can say that. I... So, before we get started, I wanted to, like, run through a few, like, fun things. Um, wait, 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 wait. This is not a fun things podcast. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Well, let me put this away. Since when did you think we did fun things? Sorry. Uh, God, I really planned for the wrong podcast, obviously. I wow. should have planned this. All right. This, this one time, I guess, we can do something fun. Okay. Okay. Woo. Just because you planned it. Okay. Okay. Obviously, this won't fit at all. I'm sorry. If you want to tune out, you know, just skip yeah. ahead, like... Five, ten minutes. This is a fun alert. This is, it won't go on for very long, don't worry. Um, but uh, I, Justin, of The Last Lowdown, um, have, been, have been listening to uh, The Last Lowdown recently. Whoa, meta. Uh, yeah, which is crazy, because uh, on the last podcast, one of us, um, I think there was some reference, there was some discussion of like, what we said about it in the mm-hmm. old days, and that, that kind of got me curious, and so I downloaded uh, Lost Slowdown podcast number 28. Uh, wow. The one in which we discussed one of us. We're on 147 now, and you <laughs> went back to 28. Yeah. What year was that? 2007. Wow. Um, yeah, it was released on April 17th, 2007. Um, A little over eight years ago. Yeah. Eight years ago, which is wow. really, really crazy. Um, if podcast, if, th- if that podcast was a baby, it'd be eight years old right now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, and it was hilarious. Um, I don't know, like, so I listened, I ended up listening, I didn't want to go ahead and sort of spoil myself, so I started listening backwards. So then I listened to 28, 27, 26, and I'm in the middle of 25. Um, wow. So I've heard, you know, I've listened to us a lot, so, you know, I have an idea of how we were. And, like, at the beginning of that one, one of us, like, I I don't know if I was in a bad mood or, like, I'm kind of an asshole for the first hour or so, so, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Tell me about it. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to the audience and to you as my co-host that you had to put up with me. I don't know why I was, like, really irritated for some reason. I don't know what was going on. Um, I was, like, worried I was like that all the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, luckily, like, the second, third, fourth hour are are pretty good, <laughs> I think. I, I come out of it. And, like, the previous podcast, I don't I don't really hear it in those. Um, it's just there was something going on. I don't know what it was. I don't remember. Um, maybe I was angry about grad school or something. I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, sorry about that. But uh, nonetheless, it was actually really fun to listen to. 
Um, and so, like, I started scribbling notes down, uh, just a few, like, little things to bring up that I thought were hilarious. Uh, okay, cool. So, we thought that, we thought the guy who plays Richard Alpert, we thought his name was Nestor Campbell. Nice. Um, that was fun to listen to, because we just, his name is not, like, a really common name, at least not, you know, in the United States, and so, um, uh, it, like, at a glance, it looks like it, so... Wait, his name is not Nestor Campbell? No, it's Nestor Carbonell. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, Nestor Campbell. Eight years, yeah, didn't you hear me? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you had the theory that the woman who dies, you know, under Juliet's watch, mm-hmm. is Ethan's wife. Um, mm. Which I thought was an interesting theory because they do reveal in a later uh, Missing Pieces that... Uh, his wife did die in those circumstances. And yeah. so it's actually, there's actually some, I mean, they didn't say that, but it uh, it was a good theory. Nice. Um, I, You made an X-Files reference in that episode. I hadn't seen the show yet. I made an X-Files reference on the recent episode, which is strange. <laughs> Weird coincidence. I we don't took know. turns eight years apart. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Um, what was my X Files reference? You just talked about. You talked about. There was something in the show that reminded you of the X Files. Wow. Um, uh, but you were mainly talking about like how boring it is. <laughs> how boring the X Files was. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, so it was, it was, I mean, it was pretty amusing. Uh, you were like, I used to watch in the 90s, but, like, now it's really boring. Uh, oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Like, I went back recent, at recently at to look at it, and it yeah. wasn't great. Yeah. Which, like, like I, now you're watching it for the first time. Yeah, I'm in season six, and, uh, I mean, some of the episodes, you know, it's definitely a very hit-or-miss show, Um there are like there are definitely horrible episodes, and there are great ones, and there are mediocre ones, and it's not very consistent. Um, yeah. But when it delivers a good one, it's great, I think. And so you just keep watching, hoping for those. At least that's what I do. Yeah. Um, it'll be weird when Robert Patrick shows up. Yep. Um, I let's see. Uh. We had, yeah, one of the things I was a real asshole about was the airport. Um, And I think it's never really explained, but, like, you know, they show Juliet in what's ostensibly an airport. I mean, there's a sign-up for some aviation company. Oh, yeah, so when when she's going to join Middleos and she's at the quote-unquote airport. So So we talked about that. In the last commentary podcast about, like, she pulls up to the security gate. I'm thinking it's supposed to be Middleos, like, their lab. Right. you're thinking that's the airport. Just because, I think maybe just because I remembered there's a scene in an airport. There's a scene in the airport. Yeah, because after she goes to the gate, she gets in a van. Presumably the van takes her to the airport terminal. Yeah. Uh, Which I I think is possible, but it just, it's weird. Like, maybe the idea is Middleos has their own private airport. So it's right. both things. So, like, yeah. I mean, so on the podcast, you were thinking it was sort of a sham um, and that they actually took the submarine, you know, from yeah. uh, from Miami to the island, you know, yeah. which would be, you know, quite a trip. And I was thinking that 
And and it's just it's just weird that we don't know the answer. Like I don't know why this is a mystery, mm-hmm. but I was thinking that they they did take a plane somewhere else and then got on the submarine to the island. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why they were at the airport. Um, I think it's bizarre that it's bizarre that they show them in an airport and then she and then the next scene is she arrives on the island in the submarine and and you just you're just like okay so what happened exactly Mm -hmm. you know she's knocked out the whole time so like it's kind of ambiguous um they could have created a fake airport i don't know why they would do that exactly well airport doesn't have to be fake they just don't have to use it right right but it's sort of like what's because juliet wakes up in a submarine like why would they why would they want her to think she's in an airport when she's just going to wake up in a submarine and she's knocked out the whole time anyway. You know what I mean? It just, well, because, well, I think, I think at some level the idea is she, you know, it's like when you take somebody to your hideout, you know, you don't want them to know how you got there. Uh, so I think yeah. that's why she's being knocked out in general. Yeah. Uh, because like the, you know, there's a, the, another question is why, if they are going to get on the plane, why not knock her out on the plane? Right. Instead of before she gets on the plane. Yeah. Uh, because that means they got to carry this unconscious woman onto a yeah. plane and then carry her onto a submarine, which will be awkward. Right. Um, nothing to see here, folks. Just carrying this unconscious woman. Uh, right. You know. But um, so, I, you know, part of me just thinks they set it up that way or they depict it that way uh, just to confuse us about, you know, much like Juliet, like we don't get to see the connecting dots of how they got to the island, uh, only right. the beginning and end. But um, so, what else do we say about that? Yeah, um, it was just like I thought. I thought the airport was real, and you thought like it wasn't necessarily. It was just I don't. It didn't really need to be such a heated debate. I just. <laughs> I, I don't really understand why I was, like, falling on my sword for, like, the airport being real. Because, um, like, you just don't know. I mean, they show you so little. It's really hard to – it's hard to say anything definitive. But I, I guess you're right. I guess it's just about the mystery of how they – how exactly they got to the island. They're, they're still preserving that. Yeah. Um, both for the characters and for the audience. And maybe they don't know the answer, right? And maybe they they're don't like, know the listen, answer. Uh, we got to get them to the island from Miami. We know they're going to take this. We know she's going to. We have the scene where she's in the submarine mm-hmm. and she gets out, and it's a whole big deal that she sees the island from the submarine. But how do we get to that? And I think, you know, the you know, it's, it's interesting because going up to the point of getting on the plane actually adds the plane being a, a part of the mystery, right? Mm-hmm. Because if they had shown her on the plane, then it's like, well, that's not part of the mystery. We know right. she's on the plane. Right. Um, so, yeah, having that little piece cut out adds it to the mystery pile. Yeah. Uh, and unanswered. I mean, they never really – not that they – I mean, why would they have all the things they're going to answer? But uh, we never really know, like, yeah. what happened and what the status of this airport is and all that. We just never see it again. <laughs> it's over. Um, we didn't know that at the time, obviously, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was the subject of much speculation, um, which is, yeah, which is pretty funny. Um, uh, yeah. So another theory you had that was, that I thought was pretty interesting was that when Smokey like scans people and reads their mind, 
mm-hmm. that that's how the others get the, uh, some of their info um, oh. <laughs> on people. Like, I thought that was, like, not right, but definitely, like, an interesting way to go. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because you could get things that aren't in, in, like, just researchable files online and stuff. You could get these really specific emotional things. Exactly, yeah. And we were talking about some things like, for example, the fact that Sawyer shot that shrimp guy where, uh-huh. like, the police didn't know that he did it. The gun wasn't traceable. There were all these steps where it's it's sort of, we didn't really understand how they could know. Mm-hmm. You know, that he did that, and they make this specific reference, and so, like, yeah, it brought out uh, this theory, which, because, like, if Smokey reads his mind, he, you know, he could know that. Yeah. Um, and so, and there's, like, yeah, there's a plausibility there. Um, it's just, yeah, he's not sharing information with them. Well, and then there's a, a, a similar idea from the context of having seen the whole show that you could suggest, which is, you know, Jacob is looking at all these people, so maybe Jacob mm-hmm. knew, but then right. would Jacob put that in a file mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to the others? Yeah, that would be kind of strange. Yeah, that'd be weird. Um, yeah, so speaking of Jacob, like, there were a couple of, like, really hilarious Jacob theories. Because obviously at this point, you know, we don't know what Jacob is at all. Jacob's just a name people have said a couple times. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really, I mean, there's this idea that he's, uh, the others follow him, you know. Um, but beyond that, and he's got lists or something and maybe Mm -hmm. he can cure cancer. And it was funny. We actually talked about it. We were like, if Ben, even though the thing Ben does with Juliet's sister, even if it's a ruse, do you think Jacob can actually cure cancer? Like we Mm -hmm. actually discussed that and, and decided that yes, the answer is yes. And I don't know what we base that on, uh, but we agreed. Wishful thinking. Yeah, I guess so. Probably probably locks legs. I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I guess, I guess it was the island stuff, the island healing business. Yeah. That probably was the basis, but it's sort of like, wow, we were really, uh, we were really on the right track there. Yeah. Seemingly. I mean, of course, there's still quite a lot of ambiguity about Jacob's powers, but um, it's at least insinuated that he could do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, okay, right. So your your first theory that was like kind of a joke, but half serious, was that Jacob is a computer program? Nice. And... <laughs> Was it was it an acronym J dot of course. A dot yeah of, of course. course it was and and that prompted a I don't know fifteen to twenty minute segment where we spoke in a voice like this as <laughs> as Jacob <laughs> and he was like reacting to stuff going on on the island wow that sounds great <laughs> it was hilarious wow. I... <laughs> yeah he was like he he was like kind of. He had like uh he was he was kind of uh what's the word? He was uh he he had a dirty mind and he was he was like cracking jokes all the time. Oh that's hilarious. <laughs> and he was like commenting on plot holes and how they made no sense and it was it was great. Uh, I gotta go back and listen to that. Yeah, good. yeah, you should hear it. It was it was really really funny segment. Um like classic lost lowdown. Tangent slash technically it's related to lost. Yeah. Um, another theory you had was that Jacob is already dead, and mm. and Ben Ben is lying, like keeping the secret alive, you know, or 
Yeah, keeping like, like keeping he's pretending, a secret. He's pretending that Jacob's alive, but he knows that Jacob's actually dead, been dead the whole time. Well, you know that's interesting because that's in effect that's not too dissimilar from what's actually happening. Which You're is right. He's got no contact with Ben and he uh, and with Jacob, but he's pretending to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, uh, yeah. So I I feel like you were on the right track with that, um, which I thought was interesting. Jacob being a computer program, like that's. That's another show that would do it's that. It's a total another show. It's like Enter 77 and he yeah. gets the Jacob code. <laughs> this is Jacob. <laughs> you have reached www.jacob.com. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, uh, but I thought it was a funny uh, theory. But yeah, a, a serious note, this is something I talked about on the podcast, and I know I talked about it again now. And something I'm a little disappointed that we never got, even though I don't know when they would have worked this in organically. I mean, Juliet is called upon to trust that Jacob is going to heal her sister, you know, Mm -hmm. and she sees proof of it. But I mean, initially she has to stay there uh, believing, you know, and if I remember right, I think in the other woman, there's all similar scene where Ben challenges her by saying, it's what Jacob wants, and how dare you question that, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in both of those scenes, she sits there, doesn't say a word, you know, it's just a facial expression, and we're left to wonder what she's thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the show never told us what Juliet thought about Jacob. Like, there was never... Uh, yeah. There was never a conversation of, of anyone questioning, like, did she just think it was all bullshit? Did she believe, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. on what level, where was she in that? Yeah, because we don't even get, you know, like you're saying, we don't get the final answer by what she thought, but we don't even get the first question of, like, why did she, why, where would she have been convinced? Right. You know, which I guess it could be the sister, Mm-hmm. Uh, but even before that, there should have been something convincing her that all this Jacob stuff was... Because, yeah, if you think about it, okay, she gets to the island. She's supposed to be there for the fertility stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, then Ben's going to start, you know, once she meets Ben and and uh, and gets, I guess, some sort of sense of what her life's going to be like on the island. Like, they're going to start talking about Jacob. Yeah. And then it's going to seem weird, right? It's going to seem like this weird cult she's in. Very much so, yeah. You know, so at what point does she does she go along with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I sort of feel like um, she could have been our character to, you know, see how that process works. Because obviously, like, Cindy, you know, she's like a C-level character, like... You know, uh, Ben has his own thing. I mean, there aren't that many opportunities to see, like, how the others, like, sell this idea. You know, the problem is they they just talk about it and everybody knows, mm-hmm. or at least everybody's on the same page, whatever that is. And so there's no, there's no discussion of how, like, how they're thinking about it, to what extent people doubt it, like, what they've seen. Yeah, you know? that's the episode we needed from Juliet. We needed we needed that yeah that next flashback episode where where she not only learns that where she gets the pitch about Jacob, but like you know even how she mentions it in, uh, uh, to Jack in the beginning of the season that people want a change from Ben. It's mm-hmm. like even 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 getting that idea out there that like you know 
what people think about Ben and how that relates to Jacob and the leadership of the others and how they're organized. And uh, yeah, that would have been, that would have been an interesting way to flesh it out. And I think a, a pretty typical thing to do for something like that, that they didn't do. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it's just kind of a hole in the story to me. Uh, it's something I would like to have known. I mean, like Richard met him directly. So mm-hmm. you don't have to ask, where did he get his ideas about Jacob from, you know? Yeah. Um, why does he believe in Jacob? Like, you don't, you know what I mean? There's... Yeah, it could be that Juliet meets Richard. And, sure. And, like, I'm a, several hundred years old. And she's like, yeah, right. And somehow he proves it. And then that's why she's convinced about Jacob. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, that totally would have worked. It didn't even have to be a big focal point or anything. But I, it's just weird that, it's weird that she's, like, specifically challenged about having faith in Jacob, like, a couple of times. But mm-hmm. there, but there's no. All they do is just have her look with an expression, and she doesn't comment on it. And there's just no, no clues for the audience about what she's what she's thinking in those scenes. You know, we never find out. Well, she has to be. I mean, you don't challenge somebody who is not in the arena, right? You know, like if she's not already supposed to be on the same page with Jacob, then. Then there's no then a, then a challenge doesn't make any sense, right? You know, and I think they're trying to just say, yeah, all the others believe in Jacob, and you know mm-hmm. maybe her faith is wavering or something, but like they want that to be a given. But yeah, we don't know why that's a given for her. Yeah, I'm wondering how that because she just doesn't seem like the type of person that would just believe in Jacob. Yeah. You know, because even Cindy, told... even any of these people, or Cindy, right? you know, like, sure. uh. I mean, that that really goes to the heart, and then maybe it's symptomatic of the whole problem with the others in general, which is, like, they don't yeah. even know who they're following or why. Right. Uh, their leader could just come out and, you know, that's like, you know, if Jesus was just lurking around, mm-hmm. like, and all these Christians are like, can't wait till Jesus comes back, and he's just hanging out mm-hmm. in Santa Monica, you know? Just like, <laughs> exactly. Uh, he could just come and say, hey, guys, yep, uh, just some proof here that uh, your religion is valid and I am mm-hmm. your leader and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, yeah, it's strange that Jacob never never feels the need to do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's Yeah, and I, I think that's – I think that I would rather have had an episode about the others – and some of those issues than the Richard Alpert flashback where we see his origin story, for mm-hmm. example. It's it's just sort of weird to spend time on that specifically when I'm more interested in the group phenomenon. Yeah. You know, and like he comes at a time when everyone else on the island is dead. Yeah, well, it's a more it's a simpler story to tell, right? Yeah. Like one character's journey to the island versus like how do we depict the the others and how they conscript people and right and all that stuff right yeah no it's true um let's see a couple other small things uh you brought up uh since the pregnancy is an issue for the others like they the pregnant women are dying you brought up well, what about Alex and Carl like where do they stand in all this uh, which is interesting because that's actually an answer uh for why Carl was being brainwashed you know um 
So mm-hmm. you were on the right track there. You didn't quite push it that far, but it was definitely heading in that direction. Yeah, interesting. Um, you also had a pretty much spot-on theory about the palette drops. Um, oh, really? Which you were just like, well, I just assume there's some people somewhere, and they just <laughs> keep sending the supplies as long as the checks keep coming in, you know, wow. or, the, or the money keeps showing up, and they just don't know that dharma's over you know and it's like and that was it that was exactly oh man that's so funny because it's a horrible answer it is because it's so boring and straightforward it is it is it is but you called it 2007 you had it and it was you know i mean it was years later that they actually told us that your answer was yeah, good. and I didn't remember. I I don't think I at when they revealed it that I even remembered I said that. I didn't either. I did. That's why I was so surprised to hear it. Wow. It's like, oh wow. Treasure. Wow. Really nice. Um. Yeah. So anyway, uh, those are a few samples. I was I was thinking about making this a thing. I do sort of the uh, last lowdown flashback segment or something. Yeah. Um. Because like it was. It was really interesting to hear what we had to say. There were quite a few things that uh, we said exactly the same thing on the commentary that we did back in the in the original podcast, um, mm-hmm. which is funny. Like we just our reactions, you know, <laughs> a lot of them are, are along the same lines. Yeah, nice. You know, you noted the production thing of uh, Saeed standing in the background waiting to come in as they're you know arriving <laughs> at the camp. You're like, you know, it's just this weird thing they have to do because they can't all come at once. And, mm-hmm. and it's just it's really pronounced when he's standing there. Like, well, when you see him walk a little bit, then stop. And it's just like, yeah, that's not natural. Yeah. You don't know you're on camera. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, yeah, there was some stuff from the last letter in history. We used to have this thing called a frapper map. I don't know if you kids know what that is, but. <laughs> Um, it was this thing where I guess you would go on and just like put your location. Um, Mm -hmm. and so then we'd see like where all of our listeners were from. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Um, yeah, it was cool. And we're, yeah, we were talking about go to the Frapper map. And I forgot that that was even a thing. Cause I don't, I don't think Frapper maps are like all that popular these days. Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, but, like, it was a thing back then. And the, another thing that I thought of uh, that made me, like, go to Wikipedia was that um, uh, Twitter, I guess Twitter started the summer after, uh, the, you know, the first Lost Lowdown, so 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when it launched. Um, and uh, no, coincidence? I You know, I doubt it. Um are you but, saying we're responsible for Twitter? That's pretty much what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've always heard that correlation equals causation, so... So have I. Uh, obviously, it didn't, like, rise to prominence immediately. It took a number of years. But it was really notable how things like hashtag or, what, like, some of the weird POTUS, like, some of the weird things that Twitter has introduced into... The way people speak. Uh, Wait, you're giving Twitter credit for POTUS? I'm giving Twitter credit because I don't think I don't remember anyone saying POTUS before. That's from, I mean, that's Twitter. that's that's what they call him. I don't think uh, so. I don't think anyone said in, that. That's in that's in the West Wing. Like, I did mean, they really say POTUS in the West POTUS? Wing? The like Secret Service. It? The Secret Service has those acronyms for those 
SCOTUS, POTUS, FLOTUS, like those are actual. Were people saying that? Like, I just don't, I don't remember, I don't remember that being in the. Okay, so you're just saying, like, you're giving it credit for it, adding, like, at being added as a word to use in casual conversation. Yeah, because I think the 140 character thing means it's, it's easier if you can write it in a compact form. And I feel like that. That has led to the rise in popularity of those. Well, I would I would definitely agree acronyms. that people use POTUS on Twitter more than they would do writing in another media. But like, I don't think people say POTUS. I've heard people say POTUS. But I mean, like, too many people. I hate it. I hate it. I, I hate the I, word I mean, POTUS. I don't know a lot of people who say POTUS instead of the president. Well, like, I, you're a lucky <laughs> person. Like, I, I want your life. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm thinking, like, most people say Obama or they say the president. Uh, I don't know people. Who, like, in like in, in, in conversation now, no, mm-hmm. no one's saying POTUS. I've heard like, POTUS right? and yeah. SCOTUS and, yeah, it's uh it's No, people terrible. say Supreme Court. It's, who uh, are you out with? The worst people, clearly. Is this your abbreviation group? I need to, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the local chapter of the abbreviators club. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't, I, it's like the news, you know, like on the Daily Show and stuff, like, um. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you're talking about like that, sure. Okay, I just mean like cat, normal people. Sure, fair enough. But I don't think they were saying it on the news or on the Daily Show, you know, back in. 2007 like i don't remember hearing people pronounce instead of just saying the president you know and if you're speaking the president doesn't take much longer than potus you know uh you know uh or obama or whatever i mean i i I would i totally concede that uh how the the idea that that POTUS and those abbreviations were were more used in Twitter, led to them more used in uh, conversations about social media and news and pop culture. Yeah, I, I'll buy that. Yeah, I mean, it just makes sense to me. I don't have any proof, uh, but it's just... Like, I thought you meant that Twitter invented the word POTUS. No, like, no, I, I guess I can't go that far. Probably it predates Twitter, but um, yeah, I just... Like, I started noticing people saying it more... Um, and also writing it more, and it was just like, where did this come from? And that was, that seemed like the obvious answer. Yeah. You know, that it's just Twitter sort of, uh, necessity. Mm Mm-hmm. Basically. But yeah, I was just thinking about how, like, I guess Twitter technically existed, but I don't think we had a lot of slowdown Twitter until, you know, quite a bit later. Um... I'm not sure exactly when we made it, but, you know, we don't talk. It's just weird. It's a weird time capsule that, I mean, it's a podcast. It's an internet thing. It's, uh, you know, new media. But, um, you know, we don't really, uh, things have changed since, you know, and it's like, it's noticeable with stuff like Frapper Maps and the lack of Twitter or Facebook or whatever, all that stuff is risen in popularity quite a bit mm-hmm. i think since those days for sure so anyway uh i will uh, i will continue this like i said i i uh, listen to some other episodes but uh we don't need to go over everything right now but uh that's just to give you an idea of like the fun you can have when you listen to the old last slowdown 
So I, you know, not to not to unleave this topic, but I, I was, you know, now I'm curious about uh, the popularity of POTUS over time. Mm-hmm. And so I Googled it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm on Google Trends, mm-hmm. uh, and you can see I get uh, interest over time in terms of uh, people Googling terms, which mm-hmm. I think is some sort of indication of popularity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so like 2005... Uh, seven through nine, it's fairly consistent. There's a huge spike. September 2009 is a huge spike. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the general trend is up after 2009. Uh, so something happened in 2009, which made it uh, significantly more popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, at least it was being used consistently from 2004 to 2009. Mm-hmm. But uh, but you can actually see it by regional interest too, which is interesting. Oh wow! Uh, and related searches. Uh, okay. So yeah, Google.com/trends, everybody. If you want to, uh, wow, look it up um, and see. But uh, anyway, thought that was yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, cool. Glad you're listening to the old Put some stuff. Data yeah. With it. Anytime, yeah. Can I get this with a side of data? Um, yeah. I anytime I go back and listen to the old podcasts, they're always they're always entertaining because uh, we're awesome that way, and yeah. we're and we're humble. There you go. <laughs> Our two best qualities. Yes. <laughs> we're the best thing ever, and we're really really humble. Uh, uh, together, we're the most humble. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I am the most humble person ever is, is one of those weird statements that mm-hmm. like, are you actually humble? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. Well, I look forward to that, that the segments segments are good. Yeah. 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 We haven't done segments in a while. Uh, we were still doing segments in 2007, not too many, but we had like slight segmenty bits Mm-hmm. They were starting to die out, I think. But we would have like a spoiler next week on Lost segment at the end. Yeah. Um, we quit doing that because like it was crappy. I'm glad we quit. But yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, we were still doing and news and stuff like that. It was still a thing. Yeah. Nice. Um, but on the other hand, like it's still very much like what you're used to. We start off with the same intro. We end with the same thing. And uh, the way we talk about Lost is, like, as much as my opinion of the show has changed, you know, I think we weren't we weren't as far off as I thought we were, mm-hmm. you know, about, like, how to think about the show, what to expect, you know, um, how to understand the mysteries and the reveals and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, yeah, I recommend it. Back catalog. It's still there uh, on the feed. Go check some of that stuff out if you want. It's pretty cool. I'm going to keep doing it. And I will, too. <laughs> Don't take our word for it. <laughs> da, da, da. Da, da. <laughs> All right. It's a good time to start up the episode. Yeah. Uh, let's catch some 22. I want to catch it. 22 style. Don't drop it. All right, everybody, get your plays ready for you to sync up with this, and we will uh, watch some Desmond. All right. I'm ready. Mr. Hume, if you're nasty. (laughs) 
I am. <laughs> All right, let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Five, four, three, two, one. Previously on Lost. I'm the answer man. <laughs> oh, yeah, question boy and answer man. That was another thing we used to do. Oh, yeah. It was great. <laughs> I was question boy, of course. How did you know Claire was drowning? I got good ears, mate. <laughs> yep. Yep. I can hear lightning. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> I did my best. I don't know if that's Scottish or Australian, but uh Depends on how much haggis you're eating. I love it on last. Nothing's ever as it seems. Of course he wasn't saving Claire. That's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. It's another level. Why is that his conclusion? Like, he's been successful. Yeah, it's weird. He tried twice, and he succeeded twice. Yeah. It's not like Charlie has died twice. Yeah, two times. That's a, it's a little much to give up already. Yeah, is that, he's just like, oh, I can't keep doing this. I guess so. Like, how does he you know the third time death isn't just going to give up? <laughs> Be like, fine, I won't kill Charlie. Yeah. What are they talking about? They're like... Why are we... Talking oh, about some nonsense. Uh-oh. And this is how Charlie dies. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember. Not Penny's boat, right? Yeah. It's not Penny's boat. There's a boat? <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Well, All right. that was it. Um, thanks, Charlie. Yeah, drive shaft. Yeah. <laughs> you all, everybody. Oh, yeah, that. Whoa, did his nose just drip? It looked like something came out of his nose. That was weird. <laughs> What if they use the shot where something came out of his nose? Maybe it was, like, sweat off his face? Yeah, okay. Could be. Let's say it was that. Yeah, so that's basically the first time that we see what his flashes look like. Yeah. Yes, they were, like, really realistic. And really so, realistic and not from his point of view. And not from his point of view. And then at the end, they sort of got weird and, like, flashy and impressionistic. But that first part, he was imagining all this the, shit. The out. Charlie's death part was very detailed. And then he yeah. had flashes about related things. Yeah. This is future crap. Future basically. crap. <laughs> 
You can always count on Hurley to drag it down a little to reality. Yeah. Other characters would be like, what are you talking about, Desmond? Uh-oh. Hmm. I don't know what to think. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird that that's his conclusion. Yeah. Again, like, on the last thing, it seemed like it was about Charlie dying, but his big takeaway was someone's coming. Yeah, it wasn't like, Charlie's gonna die. Yeah. It was like, someone's coming. Yeah, it's really weird. It's really weird. So usually in flashbacks, they have longer hair, but if the hair is already long, then you gotta go short. Yeah. Good, good observation. They can't have the same hair. Yeah, that would that would just be really confusing. I mean, at least if they're not time traveling. This is weird, man. Like, Desmond was a monk? Or tried to be a monk? That's why he calls everybody brother. I get, is, that, is that where that comes from? <laughs> I thought it was just like brother. some Scottish people say. I forgot about that. That was a thing. It's a good point. It just seems like he did a lot of random stuff. I never got the sense he was particularly, you know... I don't know, spiritual or whatever. It's like, well, I don't think he is. I see. <laughs> Maybe that's the point. It's like yeah. he joins the army. He joins. Yeah, the, I think he's there. searching. He's literally searching for yeah. something, and he's gonna try this. He wants like he seems to want some bigger thing to be a part of. But yeah. It, We know what those tattoos mean. Yeah, we do. And we don't care. <laughs> we really don't care. I <laughs> tape my share of ankles. That sounded natural. Yeah. He's a bad liar, which makes it really crazy that he conned Sawyer a couple episodes ago. Yep. Let's pretend that never happened. <laughs> he still thinks... Oh, right, no, he did know. Yeah, like, like, like not sharing information, you know, he could have told Jack, hey, Charlie's been dying, I think he's gonna die again, somebody's coming yeah. to the island, like... <clears throat> I 
But I can tell you that you pulled the cable up, which you probably wouldn't have done if I didn't tell you that. He is definitely assuming. He doesn't really... He's like, this is definitely going to happen, but only if I do certain things. Yeah, it's weird. Like, he would never do this mission if he didn't have the vision. Yeah. So it's just like... I mean, whatever. It's a classic thing. Yeah. Prophecy paradox, I guess. Yeah, he should be able to do whatever he wants, and the prophecies still come true. Exactly. If it's, if it's accurate. Mm-hmm. But he seems to go with the idea that he can change it. Yeah. Which I guess is a whole point of the show later. Right. You can change the past. So he's like, yeah, I I, uh, can't remember her face, but I remember the rest of her. (laughs) It was really memorable for some reason. (laughs) What? I don't even remember the camera being broken. I I remember vaguely, but I don't know why she would have said that unless she went and broke it. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to tell you what that means. (laughs) Yeah, that makes it that makes it a lot more charming. Just so you know. I don't have to get caught in a net. Mm hmm. But I guess we know she did it because she thought Sawyer was going to die. Mm hmm. Wow. I I don't mock me. <laughs> it's very reasonable, Harley. You shouldn't have to try. Yeah, it shouldn't be it that should complicated. Happen. He's gonna this go. This is my problem with these kind of stories. Yeah. Where you see something that's going to happen, and then you think, oh, I've got to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Camping is what I do every single day because you're living <laughs> on a beach. <laughs> You're gonna. Oh God. Yeah, he's bad at ruses. Mm-hmm.
So he is like covering up or withholding information here a bit mm-hmm. about what he sees. Yeah. This this makes me believe maybe a little more in the idea that he lied about the helicopter thing. Hmm, okay. Because I guess I, I didn't see Desmond doing that. I didn't see him just, like, lying about what he saw. But he just did it. Yeah, it's all about why... The motivation to lie, I think, is where you look at the probability, right? Like, yeah. he's lying here because he has a plan and he thinks and he doesn't want to tell Charlie, well, we're doing this because I see you die and all that stuff like. Right. But yeah, no, I mean, it's still a valid point that he could just lie. If he thinks he has a good reason. Like if he if he wants Charlie to, you know, go. Yeah, look, I look like it looked like uh, Hurley found the cable, but Jen actually found it. Yeah, that was a weird reveal. On the beach? Just like where we live? (laughs) It doesn't seem like it's that late, but... Who knows? Does that have anything to do with that LED in the sky? (laughs) That shot always looks weird to me. Yeah. And the word is punch. <laughs> punch is a word here. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, when you become a monk, I mean, you might have been leaving some problems behind. Yeah. Cut me a little slack. Is she eating ice cream? There's no it's, way. I think it's oatmeal, isn't it? Okay, yeah. I think I said that before, too. <laughs> I felt like I could. <laughs> I I had that same thought, and you said the same thing. I remember this being a thing. Like, there was this... Yeah. yeah, There was this weird thing about how, like, great the oatmeal is. Yeah. It's just like, how good can it possibly be? Yeah. I've had some very good oatmeal, but it just was very okay for oatmeal. Like, the best oatmeal is okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I agree. I mean, I think the best oatmeal for me can go, like, above okay, but... Yeah, there's the awesome is never a word I would use, I think. No. Salty plates. <laughs> 
I'm just gonna lick I'm it. Just gonna lick all over it and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's clean now. That's what I meant by yeah. doing the dishes. I'm gonna lick them. <laughs> I'm gonna eat all the dirt <laughs> off the plate. They're too comfortable on this island. Yeah. They're really comfortable. It's come a long way. I think that's why they're bringing in the freighter. They had to kind of shake up this dynamic. Yeah. He's eating oatmeal with her. How with dare my you. spoon. What a bastard. Two-timing wow. piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll go see Sawyer. Yowza. Reading again. Have a little evening delight. <laughs> that means sex. <laughs> sadness gets me in the mood. Yeah, sadness is sexy. <laughs> It's this is pretty pathetic for Kate, I think. It's a weird character moment for her, I think, for her for them to so explicitly portray her the sequence of emotions here of just like, well, she uh, got jealous of Juliet and decided she was going to use Sawyer. Yeah, yeah. It sort of reminds me of how like she abandons Aaron and then she shows up to Jacks and like they have sex and it's this weird dark thing oh that dark scene oh yeah. man that was that's that stands out they never did a scene like that again never ask me what i did yeah I never ask for you shall never know <laughs> <laughs> it was really dark fake laughing yeah it you know it works because there's a jump at the end. If it relied on the words, it really wouldn't have made any sense to anyone but Jane. <laughs> but I guess that's the uh, guy with no hands, hook for a hand. Yeah, that's the story they tell it in Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. Uh, he had a hook for a hand, yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. Not bad. Nine out of ten. You better lock that down, brother. <laughs> Put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you tried to already? Oh, you threw it oh, away? No. Oh, her dad said you weren't good enough? Oh, okay. <laughs> not bad, Dad. It's funny. <laughs> She did say that. That's kind of her famous quote. Yeah. She's got the tattooed on her. Yeah. Oh, right. I forgot that's how they sell this thing. Yep. Ah. He's coming. Yes. Yes. I guess that's how and, we and get that, the Hot Minnie's boat. And that's how we... Yeah, I was just going to say, that's the start. This is the... the the first book uh, for that book in right yeah. like like we think it's penny's boat because yeah. of this beginning here and right. they and they set it up i mean in season at the end of season two we know she is looking for him yeah. they saw a signal the whole thing has an air of plausibility yeah she's the only person we know is looking for them yep you know so 
Because at this point, we don't know old Widmore's looking for them. Yeah. We don't know old Widmore knows anything about the island. Yeah. At this point. As far as we can tell, he's just an asshole. Yeah, we don't know if he has any connection. Yeah. This was weird. Like, that was a helicopter? Like, really? I yeah, so I guess it was, it was just supposed to be far, and I guess it was supposed to, like, maybe we caught the tail end of the the splash. It just, it yeah. didn't look that far, and it just, it looked tiny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that always bothered me. Like, if that were Naomi, then I could be like, okay, she made that splash. But no, that was the helicopter. Yeah, I, I think it's just bad because they don't, they didn't, ha- they couldn't get a helicopter. Yeah. They didn't want to spend the money to show any of it, so. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I just, like, I was is he thinking Penny, is he thinking Penny helicopter to the island? Yes, I think he is thinking that. Oh, yeah. And this is also a good example of something that goes wrong with Desmond's things. And he continues to do this up until the end of the show. He thinks he knows what the answer is, and he's wrong. Yeah. Like, he's not just basing it on what he sees. He's jumping to conclusions. Yep. And those conclusions are not always correct. Like, the fact that he's, you know... Those flashes are occurring daytime, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like he's not even picking up on that detail of like, well, we find them in the day. Yeah. So and maybe it's this is how it's supposed to happen that you go in the first light. Right. And that's I feel like that's what that shot was about, like that he's like, well, okay. It can it apparently can wait. No. No. What are you, Canadian? (laughs) I'm not Penny. (laughs) She didn't care. Look, I got one scene. Just spit it out. (laughs) What? You're dead. Everything. (laughs) Man, I bet that's a good joke for people who get it. Mm Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that means. World Cup? I don't know. I don't know what Celtic is. Football team? Yeah. Why not? Cricket? 
Oh, you're totally right. That's where that came from. Was this Jacob? That's what it seems like. But I assume that person was at the monastery, so... Well, I guess it, I guess he could have masqueraded as a monk for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Desmond never actually knew what he looked like. Jack Shepard? All right, wow. <laughs> wow, that was dark. Yeah, how it's... It's strangely comical. I thought we were having like, fun banter, but... That was, like, what? really at the core of their relationship. Who's your favorite other... Ping pong. Oh no, not the ping pong. This is like the poker. Purple haze. <laughs> I let you win. Oh, there we go. That doesn't mean anything. Ha! The kitchen. Oh, God. Yeah, Sawyer has to find out. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's How putting it together. That? Yep. <laughs> Slammed a little too hard, that Sawyer. <laughs> three times yeah it's uh yeah the third time was the bird stuff right oh because that was did he say earlier twice yeah but that was from flashes that was before the bird that was before the birds so. yeah i think <laughs> love that this is the worst camping trip ever it's really shitty <laughs> <laughs> Man, Rousseau's always got weird crap lying around. Wow. Jeez, Desmond. <laughs> He's not a rock. He's a hard place. 
Oh, right, of course. There it is. Everyone knows it. It's Ardil 22. <gasps> Satellite phone! Wow. Oh, man, this is a big thing for a while. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's weird, man. <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> just in case anyone finds this, let's just plant this in here. Mm-hmm. For my cover story. So strange. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, so man. So strange. Like, they're on, like, bin levels with that, like... <laughs> Making up stories for crazy reasons. Yeah. Oh, you gave her a mixtape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he stole it from Bernard. Bernard had the best of Phil Collins cassette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sad and weird. And I don't think they can really play it. Ouch. Yeah. Take a little afternoon delight. No strings attached. It's cool. You know, I, I really don't like this storyline. It's really frustrating to watch. Yeah. And maybe it's because he's lying, and we know he's lying about certain things, and we don't really know what he wants. Like, I, I can't pinpoint it, but there's something really tedious about this. Even though it should be really exciting and interesting, because someone obviously is coming to the island. <laughs> I think that was my main hook at the beginning. And I think now that we know who that is and the whole story of that, uh-huh. uh, it's not particularly... The other part of the story doesn't really work so well. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's a, it, I mean, it totally depends on... It's all Desmond leading everyone around. And yeah. This is... And this is just... Yeah, it's like uh, the Flash Sideways. Yeah. Yeah, it is. This is it's the Desmond first taking of charge of being wrong and... Yeah. Just, like, coming up with his own conclusions, lying uh -huh. about some things, being deceptive, like, and we don't really know why, like you said, or what, I mean, we figure he wants to reunite with Penny. I, I feel like that's all we can really guess yeah. at this point. I mean, yeah, his, So far, this flashback isn't about Penny. Yeah, that's true. Is he drinking and singing? Yeah. <laughs> You're Nate. Oh, God. Quinn is a lot, man. Yeah. Come on. Twice as much as a pro. Some nice-ass wine. And he's drinking it straight from the bottle. How uncouth, Desmond. <laughs> I 
<laughs> no. Oh. I'm barely gonna call you Desmond. I'm demunking you. <laughs> that should be a show. Yeah, demunk. Like people try to be monks, and like that's the that's the catchphrase. <laughs> I'm demunking you. <laughs> Wait, are they? Are, is he born to run like Kate? It kind of seems like it. Yeah, like it's like Kate meets Locke. Like he's born to run because he's looking for something special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like a, a touch more of romance. <laughs> it's that's his stew apparently. Mm-hmm. A pinch of born to run, a pinch of something special, and a pinch of romance. <laughs> Cook on 425 for 30 minutes and you'll have one Desmond. Let cool before eating. But yeah, you're totally right. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because what's the first thing he does when we fight him in the hatch? He mm-hmm. runs away. Runs, yeah. And tries to run from the island. And, yeah. yeah. That's, that's totally his thing. Even when they leave the island, that's what he does. Yeah. He's the run guy. <laughs> soups. Nobody calls them soups. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that. Oh, so that's the other part of this. I guess he's going to let him die until the last minute. I guess. Like, that's part of the deception here is he didn't want to tell him this is all about you dying because he was going to let him die. So he I didn't think, get Penny. I think he thought that it had to happen Yeah. for him to see Penny. Because, yeah, if he didn't die, then he wouldn't find Penny because he thinks everything he sees has to happen. Exactly. Yeah, so I guess at the last second, he decided not to let him die. You're right. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. But I totally agree. There's a there's a tedium to this. Mm-hmm, right? You feel it? <laughs> I do. I do. It's like it's kind of frustrating. Like get there already, Jesus. Yeah. Can we can we skip some of this like dithering? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too much dithering. <laughs> they were doing a lot of dithering. Dither here and dither there. <laughs> dither 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 everywhere. <laughs> See, it's weird, because I thought, I thought the point was, no matter what he does, 
it's gonna happen, right? No matter what I can, what I do, you're gonna die, Charlie. Shouldn't it be no matter what I do, Penny's gonna arrive here? Uh, we have to discuss it. <laughs> we have to unpack that. It's complicated. It's just weird because I thought his conclusion at the end of Flashes was he can't change it. Well, I guess there's a difference between the sequence of events and then the big picture, right? Like, or like the puzzle pieces versus what the puzzles add up to. Right, but shouldn't Penny's arrival be part of the big picture? I think Penny's arrival is the puzzle pieces. Oh wait, yeah, you're right. Well, it's both. And like, I why does it say she? Oh, they think it's Penny. Yeah, they think Penny parachuted to the island. Mm-hmm. I, I I guess we did too at the time, but that's so ridiculous. Right? I I think I remember expecting it. Wow. Yeah. Although I started to get suspicious when she was masked. Yeah. That's always like a sign. Oh no. Are you ready for one of the worst photoshops? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, hawking in this guy. What a weird thing. Like, why do they do that? That's so weird. What does that mean? I'm still baffled about that. Like, he just... He's just friends with her, coincidentally. She's behind this whole thing. Like, how... I don't know how to interpret that. Well, I guess you'd have to ask, what does Hawking want for Desmond? He doesn't want her... She doesn't want him to marry Penny. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it would seem like, from how this happens, he wants... She wants him to meet her. This is how he met her, so... That seems like the whole point of this story, is to get him there. Yeah. Uh, so well, yeah. and also be not a monk by the end of this, right? Because if he was a monk, right. he'd have a vow of chastity, and he'd stay there, and he wouldn't... Right. Get to be with Penny, so it's also he has to get fired. I, I mean, is she just leading him along the whole like trail? Like, first he has to meet her, and so he can then not marry. Yeah, her. you would you would just say this is just a coincidence, if not for the previous scene where we saw her picture. Right. Totally. Yeah, that's the only thing that makes me think that. And I mean, there's no follow up on that. We never really know what. We're, what the story of that's supposed to be. It, it almost makes it seem like Desmond is her, like, primary, uh, or at least, like, a big uh, interest of hers. Like, she's spending time, like, overseeing his life. Yeah. And... Uh, it's weird because once she, like, really comes on the scene again in season five, she didn't really seem to care about Desmond that much. Yeah, you'd expect, like, the same thing where she meets Daniel in the past, you know, and that prompts what she does in the future. Uh, like, she met Desmond in the past, and that prompted her to want to look at his life over time. But that didn't happen. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Pin. Puh. <laughs> P for short. 
Yeah, there's no. just no way. There's just no way that's going to happen. I can feel it. <laughs> Back. It, like, it makes no sense that this would be Penny. It just it doesn't just make doesn't. any sense. It Why would we think that? It just wouldn't work. Penny! Oh, you're not Penny. <laughs> uh. TVs, what's your name? Ha! <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a great ending because it's like she she knows who he is. Yep. But she's not Penny, so yeah. you kind of get it, but not really. So now we have to explain how she knows what's going on, how she knew where to find him, who is exactly. she, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely where season three uh, takes takes a turn. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Takes it up a notch. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And takes a turn and uh, becomes a lot more interesting than it was before. Uh, but um, yeah, what a weird episode. Knowing knowing what is happening. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the path there is just kind of frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, I I guess I get annoyed with Desmond uh, and his single minded, wrong headed determination. His. Yeah. Uh, his, like, very fixed ideas about the Flashes and what they mean while, like, proving himself wrong over and over again. And also his, like, jumping to conclusions that aren't mm-hmm. in them and being so sure of them, you know. You know, again, he's, he's, a, he's a lot like Locke, which yeah. I never really thought about. But he's he, he, he misplaces meaning and he's, and he's uh, yeah, jumping to the wrong conclusions and uh, selfish determination. He doesn't care who gets involved and, like, who he has to lie to if he thinks this thing yeah. happen a certain way. Yeah, he's just not uh, and that's, yeah, tragic. Very frustrating and very right. tedious. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't I didn't expect to be so annoyed with him. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was just like it was yeah, it was frustrating. I, I almost I don't know, when Locke's that way it bothers me a little less. I guess because they try to sell Desmond as, um, you know, a noble figure. Yeah. I, I feel like they don't really emphasize his selfishness the way they do with Locke. And so it just feels kind of, um, I don't know, inconsistent or like they don't they don't fully deal with the character that they're portraying. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 want him to fulfill this kind of hero savior role. Um, yeah. Uh, but they don't really talk about, you know, because I think, you know, you can say a lot of things about Jack. I mean, I think Jack is not, um, you know, he's not really a selfish character. I think, yeah, I was just going to say they want Desmond to be this heroic character, but he's not heroic. He's not a hero. Uh, he doesn't have that, uh, be the first to jump into danger mentality like Jack has. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so it doesn't, I mean, Jack's problems are different, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's hard it's hard to throw your support behind a hero that's like this, you know, because um, it feels like they don't deserve your support because they might just lead you. Well, that's death. the thing. He doesn't he he doesn't want what everybody wants. He wants what he wants. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and that's he the doesn't want him like Jack, Penny to yeah. be there so they can get rescued. Yeah. He wants Penny to be there for himself. Yeah. You know. And if that means Charlie dying, then so be it. Oh well. Yeah. yeah. 
like it's not my fault I saw him die or Russo put that trap out there. So right. if he dies, it dies. If so, yeah, the puzzle piece thing. Um, I, 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 yeah, I am confused about the metaphor and about the conclusion. So, so how do we unpack that? So here he's saying, if if the pieces don't happen the way he saw them, then the big picture changes. And the picture changes. So, so the picture to him is finding Penny. Right. Like like the the result of the sequence of events is that he will find Penny and if they don't happen the the way he sees it, he won't find Penny. Yeah, that's a that's a completely wrong conclusion from the beginning, right? Like yeah. if Penny if he saw her uh uh parachute to the island, then she parachuted to, and like and then when he actually sees her do it, mm-hmm. then she did it. Right. There's no nothing that can happen after that to unparachute her to the island. Yeah. Now, I feel like the dilemma should have been, which maybe that's what they were hinting at and it didn't really come through, was if things don't happen the way I saw them, when I find her, she'll be dead. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like I see her stuck in a tree, and if I don't get there quick enough through these sequence of events, then when I get there, she'll be dead. Like, I feel like that should be the, the, the driving force. Uh, not that like yeah. if these things don't happen in the right order, she'll j- like what? Like she's gonna be on the island. Yeah, she is on the island. Right. So that's I think that's part of what confuses me about his motivation, is he seems to suggest that uh think these things have to happen, or or like somehow she will never have landed on the island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and. I, I feel like that idea of, like, if if we don't do this, then she might just die or something. I feel like that idea was almost there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't really nail it home. Um, I, I, I think I think it's also, like, he doesn't... He doesn't specifically state what his motivation... Like, he says, like, sort of parts of what he's thinking... Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, it's hard. I, I just having a hard time because I remember on flashes, we were really confused, um, about like the train of thought about, I can change it. I can't change it. Yeah. Like it, the, it was a roller coaster at the end, you know, like, like something happens where it's different and then, oh no, something happens where it's the same and that leads him to go, that means I can change it. Yeah. And then a different thing happens and then he wakes up and tells Charlie, I can't change it. And it's yeah. just like, what? We thought we had it settled <laughs> and then one more scene just reverses it, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it was totally confusing. And now he's saying, I think he's now back to, I can change it. <laughs> Right? I mean, he's really worried about all the events happening well, okay, the way so they're quote-unquote supposed to. What he's, but I think maybe he's making a different point, which is, I can, I can, the pieces can happen differently, but the puzzle doesn't change. Or right. the picture doesn't change. Right. right? I think that's what, because he's basically saying, here, I think what we saw is, Charlie did not die, and he still found Penny. Right. Right. So that means that the pieces can change, but the picture didn't change. But that's the opposite of what he says that he thinks is true. Yeah. At a certain point. Well, and I guess they leave us to think about the idea that maybe if 
he had let Charlie die if things had happened exactly as he foresaw, then it would have been Penny. Like, it's not really plausible, but it's something you could make... Well, but he's just wrong, right? Like, like it couldn't have been Penny. Well, I know. Like, to us, that's obvious, but I feel like from the point of view of the episode, when you get to the end, you could think that. You know, that maybe him changing that piece changed the picture. Is that is that the right metaphor? I'm confused about the pieces in the picture, actually. So the pieces... Like, what are, what are the pieces and what's the, the picture? So I think if you look at his flashes that we saw, the pieces are... They start with Hurley and the cable. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's uh, seeing, I think, the, the red light in the sky. Right. I think. And then it's, you know, finding the... Then it's seeing the picture of him and, Des, and, and Penny. Right. And then it's... I guess the person in the tree, the parachute kind of person in the tree image. And then I think it's the end, which is who, who's the person, I guess. Right. Um, and so those are the pieces. And I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess the, the picture is the, the combination, how those pieces fit together, which is, which would be, I guess, finding Penny. Like, but see, that's the part where he's, where he's jumping to the conclusion that it's Penny. Mm-hmm. He doesn't actually know what the Penny. picture is. He's exactly so he can't really judge whether it's he looks at the not. picture and he says, oh, it's Penny. But yeah. that's just that's just wrong. He's because just... he only thinks it's Penny because of the puzzle piece. It's like he sees that, right. you know, it, it's that happens, I guess, maybe if you put together a puzzle and you don't know what the picture is. It's mm-hmm. like you see a piece that's that's green and you think, oh, OK, well, the, this is a this is a Christmas tree puzzle. Right. I see a green piece, but it's like, right. no, it's a it's a mountain instead or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or it's a Naomi. Right. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so, but it's it's really, yeah, it's really confusing. He goes, he flip-flops back and forth. Uh, yeah, he's misinterpreting his own things. Uh, yeah, it's really tedious. Yeah, I mean, they were consistent about that. I'll give him that. Like, the same thing happens with the Flash Sideways, where he just comes to the wrong conclusion about what it is and what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is crazy that that's still happening, you know, at the in literally in the last episode. <laughs> well, and what it shows is like that's his character dynamic. That's Absolutely. the engine and how he drives the story is to be wrong about things. Like that's right. such a strange thing to to be, you know, much like Locke. It's it's a weird thing that that's how your character is built to jump to conclusions and to like strong headedly like find the, a solution and that works for you only and right but uh, even, unlike Locke, like he still gets to be a hero yep you know so it's sort of like he gets all of Locke's faults without Locke's like tragic you know fate like it's, yeah it's kind of unfair i almost i almost feel like that's that identifies like something that bothers me about desmond that i hadn't really realized mm-hmm um like the kind of injustice of it that he gets to he gets to have these same some of these same flaws but they they don't uh they don't destroy his character they don't count against him yeah yeah like he he doesn't he ends up you know presumably with penny at the end and yeah. it you know probably like a, a nice happy life clearly in the afterlife you know he was happy like there was no it wasn't like 
Locke's thing where, you know, someone has to apologize for murdering him and he never <laughs> learned answers. You know what I mean? He gets to save the island and yeah. he gets Penny and it's just like, it's too much. Even with and he, more and he, likes and, he, and that's, you know, again, to the unfairness, he actually was special. Right. Uh, he was, did, you're right. He, he did he make power. He, he did make a huge contribution. Uh, and, and even though he is fundamentally looking for something big, I still think that uh, a, a big difference between him and Locke is he's not obsessed about it. He's not obsessed about why, how am I special? I feel like he, he is there, but it's not his main focus. And I, I think largely because of Penny. Yeah. Penny becomes his main focus. Yeah. And, uh, obsessed with, with Penny instead of he's the obs- Yeah, exactly. And if he didn't have that, uh, in the way, then maybe he would be way more like Locke looking for, oh, okay, I'm on the island, and that means this is where my specialness will come into play, and uh, my reason for living will be found here. I just got to search for it. You right, know? right. Um, uh, and, you know, yeah, even, of course, he got he got convinced about pushing the button, too, right? And and I guess that's what Miss Hawking said, is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this will be the greatest thing you ever do. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and and yeah, I feel like Locke would be even more sad if he knew Desmond's story. Like, Absolutely. Miss Hawking talked to you, and she <laughs> and she told you all this stuff, and she like like yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah, like you got to time travel to your past and like think about doing things differently, and yeah. like it's like how did that? How did you? How, why are you still alive? Like I don't understand. <laughs> like why don't why don't all your friends hate you and yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> if desmond had went to everybody and asked them to come to the island they would have they would have done it i know i know i could totally imagine it yeah for you desmond anything for, for you des anything <laughs> or should i say anything <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous it's weird yeah, wow. i mean even yeah it's i i it's lucky, lucky for Locke. He didn't have to know, you know. And then, and then Desmond in the Flash. The universe space. spared him some extra misery. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, in That's one like space. being buried, being buried alive six feet underground, and someone pissing on your grave, and it's just like mm-hmm. you're lucky you're buried six feet underground, so you don't have to see the person pissing on you. It's yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> That's what it's like. That's exactly what it's like. That's funny. I. <laughs> And just as a little extra, like, whatever, uh, fuck you to Locke, Desmond hits Locke with his car in the flash sideways. Yep. For really no good reason. No good reason. <laughs> I mean, th- I feel like that thing is never properly justified. Like, it's like, and he's not, he doesn't do that with other characters. He doesn't, like, go <laughs> assault them, you know? Like, it's weird. Oh man, he just he just has this feeling in the flash sideways that he should hurt Locke. Yeah. He's just like, you know what? I need to run this guy over. I don't know why. I'm not thinking it's not a conscious decision, but somehow this universe is telling me, uh, yeah. Why is Locke the punching bag of the show? Yeah, I know. It's over the top. Like, it really it's, is. It's totally ridiculous. I, it's Maybe that's why Locke was wet with the submarine. <laughs> just to just to make him look more pathetic. <laughs> just because. <laughs> and he's like, why am I wet? Yeah, I don't get it. There's like a little cloud following him. Oh, that's him. so sad. <laughs> it's an itsy-bitsy Locke cloud. <laughs> 
That's how he always knows when it's going to rain because it's always raining on him. Yeah. 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 And it's like, it's like, it, yes, it's not Penny's boat. Oh, poor Desmond. Penny's boat's coming. He's going to be on it by the end of season four. Yeah. That's not that bad. Not too shabby. <laughs> Where's Locke going to be that point? by that point? In a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so they'll both be off the island, but one of them will be dead. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Yeah, when you compare it, it just it god, just gets The more you look at Locke, the sadder it is. It is. It's oh. horrible. It's horrible. It's really, it's really I almost feel like I can't watch the show anymore. I feel like I need to stop watching because it's just like an exercise in sadism. Yeah. Like it is, yeah, it's terrible, and and it also, yeah, like the fact that Desmond gets away with it, and that he had like such a devoted fan base, like all yep. of that starts to annoy me more when I realize that he had a lot of the character flaws that Locke had. Yeah, and he just got away with it <laughs> because he had the romance storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, lucky him. Yeah, like <laughs> bastards. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah, it just seems so unfair, you know? Yeah, uh, wow. Yeah, never realized how similar they were. Me uh, either. I wouldn't have thought about it if they hadn't sort of made it a focal point of the episode. Yeah. You know, but it, it, it kind of all depends on that, you know? And yeah. I guess it's just weird how it doesn't bother me the way... No, that's not what I mean to say. It bothers me in a way that, like, an episode like uh, Question Mark doesn't, where you kind of have a similar setup, where a character gets a vision, Mm -hmm. and then they kind of take other characters by force into, on this mission, you know, because of what they see or what they're told. And sort of the whole episode depends on, you know... Uh, their own motivation, their own interpretation of what they've seen, and dragging these other people into that, you know, it didn't bother me in question mark, but on the other hand, you know, Echo's mission in question mark isn't selfish in the same way. I mean, it's Yimmy who tells him, but he's not, I mean, what he's looking for there isn't really defined, first of all. Yeah. Um, And it's actually, I think if I remember right, Anna Lucia says you have to help lock you have to help john find his way or whatever so it's actually literally not selfish he's doing it for lock even if he has to hit him on the head to get him to come yeah a similar a more similar story would have been he thinks yimmy's on the island yes he wants to go find yimmy and he thinks you know yimmy will be alive when he finds yeah yeah i have to help lock so i can find my brother or something like that right right yeah, and I guess, like, it doesn't, that doesn't make me see Echo in a negative light the mm-hmm. way this does with Desmond. And I don't know, I feel like we're supposed to sympathize with him. And, uh, and yeah, I just end up being kind of frustrated with him. Yeah, and I even think his, his monk storyline is kind of tedious and frustrating and yeah and not really a good character trait like he leaves he, he 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 cancels a wedding a week before because he's too scared to get married and so he decides to like go join a monastery like yeah which is another like that that's a overreaction you know way overreaction yeah uh yeah so and just because he saw just because a monk helped him off the mm-hmm. street or whatever you know like 
that's something Locke would have done. Totally. You know, just like, oh, oh, this is my destiny. Yeah, here it is. I'll go do this now. Yeah, and he's not even really committed to it because, like, as yeah. soon as he confronts her, as soon as he confronts his own cowardice, he he gives up on the monk thing. Well, no, actually, he doesn't. He he gets fired, right? He he doesn't decide to. I mean, he. I guess he. If he has a vow not to drink, then he broke that. Oh well, okay. I mean, I guess. I guess he was like, "I'll do my penance," and so. Yeah, he he wanted to stay. He definitely wanted to stay, and it's. Yeah, but he does break his his vows or whatever. I mean, yeah, he he transgresses his his true self. Yeah, it comes through, and yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's. I mean, that's lock like too. You know, it doesn't strengthen his monkdom. Yeah. Like, sets him off, and he's like, yeah, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit here, and I'm going to openly drink this crazy expensive monk wine yeah. in front of this guy and expect to get away with it. Yeah. Like, it just, yeah. Well, I thought he could just, yeah, make it up, penance. Yeah, yeah. I'll just do my penance. If, if I get caught, I'll just, yeah. But that just, that really doesn't make him seem like a good character. No. <laughs> you know, like... I mean, say what you will about monks. I mean, but if you're going to join, like, you could at least, like, have some respect. Mm. You know? It just it just seems, like, weirdly rude. Yeah, and it's strange that it they start off the episode, that flashback with him doing a good job. And, like, mm-hmm. Desmond, you could talk now. Like, he was taking his vow of silence, really. Right, strong, right. and, um, and I guess we don't really know how long it's been, right, that he's been a monk. Yeah, we, no, it's not clear. I mean, maybe they said uh, when the guy, uh, maybe it, seems like it was fairly recent. I don't think the, it was know, too long. Maybe a couple months or something. Yeah, I feel like maybe even shorter because the maybe shorter, yeah because because you know the guy comes and punches him. You right. Know, so it like, couldn't. Yeah. It didn't be too long. Maybe like one month or a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, uh, yeah, you know, Desmond episodes are, are usually pretty strange. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, The Constant is, like, still named as, like, one of the greatest episodes of the whole show. Um, and uh, I thought I thought Flashes was actually pretty interesting because of the convoluted, like, back and forth of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and the strangeness, Miss Hawking, all that. I think that, I liked that episode better than this one. Yeah, for sure. Um, this one, it's, I mean, it moves the plot forward. It's, it's, it's fine. It tells us something about his past, I guess. Um, it gives us some new insight about his flashes and his own motivations. Um, and it leaves us with an, an interesting cliffhanger. Um, but the journey was definitely, uh, definitely frustrating. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, yeah, I feel like it should have been. It should have been fun. It should have been like a good adventure. I it just it didn't quite work. Yeah. Yeah, because it was so manipulative and it was so yeah. contrived, and he gets all these four people who never go off on missions together. Yeah. Uh, and that's why it should have been fun. They tried to make it fun, you know, the ghost story thing, but it was mm-hmm. it was all under the pretense, you know, of, of, of Desmond's selfishness. And so that never got, you know, we knew what was really going on. It overshadowed on. everything. Exactly. Yeah, it overshadowed everything. And um, um, I, I almost wish there was a way, yeah, they could have just lucked, you know, lucked into all these events and finding, finding uh, Naomi. And it was... Uh, 
more organic than like I'm gonna force all these people to come on this camping trip and and go step by step through all these things. Uh, and and you know, and that's what's frustrating about time travel and seeing the future kind of stuff is is now you're sort of obligate. You know, either it, it, either you want the outcome to happen or you don't. But like you're sort of obligated either way to either make the things you saw come true or prevent them from not changing, right. you know, or, or change them depending on mm-hmm. what you want it to happen. And it just, yeah, it just becomes tedious in a way. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was really, it was kind of weird. It's a, it's a frustrating storyline overall. Um, but like I said, the only thing it did sort of make more plausible to me was the idea that he would lie to Charlie about seeing Claire get on the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Like now that I see how, now that I have a better sense of who his character is, I can believe that he would do that. Now, is Claire getting on the helicopter a puzzle piece, or is that the picture in the box? <laughs> because if it's the picture in the box, then maybe the, the pieces just change. Therefore, the picture change. Uh, I, there are definitely, that's definitely a theory that you could have. Yeah. And I think I have actually read a theory along those lines that said that basically when the Man of Black stepped in and kidnapped Claire, the picture changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like that wasn't supposed to happen um, for whatever that means but uh, like basically if he hadn't done that she would have gotten on the helicopter and you know the rest of it would you know would have played out the way he said I mean there was a helicopter around it certainly she could have gotten on a helicopter theoretically mm-hmm. um, but she was hanging out in the cabin instead uh that sounds like a song or something (laughs) like a country song um yeah why does this i can't remember why is desmond even having flashes good question i think that's an open mystery uh i don't think we really know i feel like the prevailing theory is that um, something happened to him when oh, the implosion. he turned the safe key. Yeah. Yes. And it seems like that simultaneously gave him his powers. And, well, I guess these are part of his powers. Like, there's some weird mental version of his resistance to electromagnetism slash, like, timey, moving through timey thing. It's sort of connected to that. Yeah, like it, 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 it's when he gets these flashes, it's his consciousness going to the future or something. Yeah, yeah, something, something like that. It's, a, it's a manifestation of, of that power that he. I mean, they're very vague about. It. They don't really define it very, as, uh, except for resistance to electromagnetism or something. They don't really spell it out. But I feel like that's what we're supposed to think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, you know, it's not clear why or how or <laughs> any of that. Um, but that does seem to be the turning point. Yeah, okay. Um, that that gave him... But it is weird that they stop uh, after the season. like, And, you know, I if I remember right, I don't think we see flashes after this. So, like, the helicopter stuff and even the, like, thing he says to Charlie, you're going to go push a button and then you're going to drown, which, like, is kind of true. Um, you know, we don't see what he sees anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, 
you know, we're left out of the loop for that. But that's the end. Like, after that, he doesn't have visions. And really, no one talks about it. Like, it's another frustration of mine. Like, there's there are discussions later. Like, remember when you saw the future for a while? <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's yeah. it just kind of gets left and uh it's a weird thing to bring up and then drop without ever mentioning again and i guess it's supposed to be wrapped up in the other stuff that happens with him mm-hmm. um but it it does seem a little different to me yeah you know it, even though you could tie it together since like it's about future events versus like past events you know, later on, or if you like the flash sideways, you know, the ultimate future. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. He's, he's such a weird character. Um, very weird, very weird. I don't, I mean, I don't hate him, but I, I do feel like, I do feel like he's kind of unjustly, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, um, He's the Kim Kardashian of lost characters. Yeah. Like yeah. he didn't really earn the, the the fame he's got. He shouldn't be as popular as he is. I just I think his character doesn't really doesn't really merit that and like his character's fate isn't really earned either in the show. Mm-hmm. Um like I appreciate that more now than I even did before. Wait, that was bothering me before. Um so yeah, I that's the only th- thing that sort of holds me back about the whole his whole participation you know um and and even to the end of the show i mean even to the flash sideways you know yeah it's uh i i i i'm not really a fan of his role yeah yeah it's and I think for me, it's uh, it's really how they executed and and his motivation for doing what he does. I yeah, it it makes it unpalatable somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could definitely imagine a different version that I would buy or be able to you know get behind more easily. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the way they portray it is uh, off-putting, and it's it's strange. It's strange that so many people love that. I, I don't quite mm-hmm. get it. I feel like I'm... They're they're probably not podcasting about it. <laughs> Maybe that helps. Yeah. I mean, I guess on the surface, he's a fun character. Yeah. Um, And maybe that's sort of the key. He just always stands out because he's not a, an original Losty, you know. He just... He always seems like a, a, in a separate category because oh. he's got this specific backstory being on the island before everybody else and... Mm-hmm. Uh, being in the hatch and all that stuff. So right, and and he gets and like having the powers and yeah, he gets some of the crazier sci-fi ish plots. Yeah, um, and I guess if you're into that stuff more than some of the other stuff, you know, they do. yeah, it's weird. He he sits in this place between Jack and Locke where where you know he gets the mystical stuff. That if Jack had gotten, would have convinced Jack of, you know, the, the special right. island, so he can't yeah. give him that. But then if you give it to Locke, then Locke would have con- be convinced of the specialness of the island. You right. know, which you don't want to give him that. He'd right. be too convinced. So you give it to Desmond, and he's just like, I don't care. He doesn't like, care about the island. He never yeah, does. Yeah, that's the thing. He doesn't care about the island, so he doesn't Dinner ends, he doesn't. Yeah, so it's not like, oh, man, this island is crazy because I'm seeing the future now. It's just like, no, I want to find Penny. Even even in the fucking end of the show, when he's going to go down there and pull the rock, he's <laughs> like, 
he's like, I'm going to go down there and then there's going to be a light and then I'm going to be with Penny. And that's yeah. all the only reason he's doing it. It's the only reason he's doing he it. He didn't give a shit about the island nope. or the other people. It's about that again. It's yeah. like, even in the fucking end, he still do it. That drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, he hasn't progressed. He's doing the same thing in season six, episode you seven. You know what? You're, you, you're absolutely right, and that's actually the most important thing to say about Desmond, I think, is his character arc doesn't happen. Yeah, he's on he the same track. He the doesn't actually learn anything or have a character arc. Yeah, it doesn't happen. It's like Locke, but he wins in the end. Yeah. You know, in spite of himself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. He wins by doing nothing, by changing nothing. Yeah. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty That's pretty crazy. That, um, yeah, I never really realized that. Desmond goes through all that. Um, because it's not about discovering that he loves Penny. It's mm-hmm. not about uh, discovering that nope. he needs a sacrifice for her or a commitment to her nah. his 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 view on penny you know once it starts stays mm-hmm. the same and, oh, yeah. and he's just running towards that the whole time and that's it yeah that's all that's his that's his entire his character story. arc should have been he's he need he has to realize he's got to sacrifice penny like sacrifice mm-hmm. for penny yeah so when he's pulling the plug at the end he should go I, or it should be like, when I pull this plug, I'll never see her again. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, but I have to pull this plug for the good of whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But he's a hero, so he gets to have the girl, so it's not yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, his single-minded commitment and sort of the epic nature of him leaving her for so long and her looking for him and all that, I think it's probably the most effective romance on the show. Yeah. But when you step back from that, that single-minded focus starts to look kind of selfish and, you know, myopic and kind yeah. of, uh, in a way, destructive of others. Yeah, and and I think a better version of that is Sun and Jin, who, who, who have a way more dynamic and complicated relationship and history. And yeah, so by true. the time they're searching for each other, they've kind of earned it. Yeah. You know, they've earned one needing to be reunited uh, because they started off in a particular way and then weren't close when they landed on the island and had all the hiccups and stuff in the beginning and mm-hmm. then, like, refound their love for each other at a mm-hmm. certain point. Or at least a new level, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and then it got taken away. So then you're like, yeah, well, you want to find that again. But then, of course... They they get the lock treatment and get to die right after right, right after they 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 finish their character. They're arc. reunited, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Even though they don't yeah, they don't deserve it. Like uh you know, Jin gets left behind because he's doing something not selfish, trying to keep the freighter from blowing up, you know. Yep. So it's like he could have run to Sun sooner. And they make a specific mm-hmm. point about Michael telling him that. Yeah, you know, um, and so it's like that's not. Desmond would have left. Desmond would have been gone like forever ago. 
Yeah, see ya, brother. <laughs> Penny's on the helicopter. I'm already there. Yeah, yeah. No, bye. <laughs> like, yeah. come on. And so it's like, yeah, they want to get back to each other, but they're they don't have that same level of single-minded selfishness that makes you kind of hate them in some ways. You know, it like it almost makes me think now. God, now it makes me think that 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 you know. How do you combine or reconcile Desmond's single-minded f- focus and love of Penny with the idea that he wants to do something big and great and grand and special? And maybe it's the idea that his special thing is being with Penny. Mm-hmm. I, like, think that's like, I think that's what he getting, gets to realize. Getting her and having her validates his entire being. That's the great thing he'll do. That's it right there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I think that's the idea. He was like looking for something and then he realizes, oh, it was just Penny. It was Penny. I shouldn't have left Penny to go do the great thing. That was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's the idea. That's such a weird story. Very weird. Very weird. Yeah, it makes me, at some point, we gotta go through all the other characters and see if they actually have character arcs, because, uh, <laughs> before, if you would've asked me, I would've been like, yeah, Desmond has a character That's arc. That's what I had, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, no, he actually doesn't. The first time we see him, and the last time we see him, he's pretty much the same character. On the same page, yeah. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> and in the Flash Sideways, like, it's, it's never, yeah. it's never that. It's never not that. Yeah. Well... <laughs> It's really weird. It's really weird. I don't All right. Th- he's like America's sweetheart. I mean, what uh, do you do? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Some he, yeah. You know, it almost like I. It makes me want to throw my support behind Lockmore because I feel like even though he's also selfish, I mean, he gets like deeply punished for it. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and so, like, I it, almost, to, like, too much. You know? and, and Locke, you know, he's he has a single-minded focus, but he also wants to share it, right? Like, he, That's true. he wants to share the specialness of the island with people. Like, it's, I mean, yeah, he, you know, I'm sure he wants to be king of the island, but, but mm-hmm. he does want other people to experience the wonder that he thinks is there. That's true. That's a little less selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's very interesting uh, how much overlap there is with with Desmond and Locke. Uh, it is. It's not a comparison that seemed. And like, it's almost like if Desmond never found Penny and just you know twenty thirty years went by and he was Locke's age, he'd he'd be like Locke. Mm-hmm. Be even more like Locke. You know, yeah. having that trauma of of you know losing his love exactly you know, would have made him more selfish and stuff. So yeah, or if Locke had just like not. Uh, you know, gotten the money for uh, for his dad, then and like Helen left him, then like <laughs> you know maybe he could have just fixated on Helen and not like. <laughs> I agree. Of... I think if I think if he would have been able to keep Helen, he that that she would have fixed the hole in his life that the dad created. I yeah. think that was totally clear that he would have been he would have she she would have helped him be okay and his character flaw is that he wasn't willing to take that chance yeah you know that that he could be without the dad you know when she gives him the choice and all that stuff exactly yeah yeah Yeah, and so that's like that's the big 
downfall for him. But it's like, yeah, I feel like he still doesn't really deserve that much. Like, you know, <laughs> so harsh. Spread it around a little. Yeah. Jeez. All right. Well, Catch-22. So I guess the idea is he was in a Catch-22. I, yeah. Is that is that right? I guess so. Yeah. What was the Catch-22 that... that that maybe the catch twenty two is like he could only see Penny if he let Charlie die, so like it was, it was shitty either way. Um, something like that. Yeah, I guess it would be. Um, yeah, if he if he if he doesn't if he lets Charlie die, he'll he'll see her. If he doesn't let Charlie die, he won't see her. Yeah, and so like it's it like something bad happens no matter what he does, and that's that's a Catch-22 idea, I guess? I guess so. Yeah, I just don't buy it. I just don't buy that... Um, I don't I, buy I wish it. That's what they're selling, I think. I Yeah, I just... I don't know... I don't know if I want to go that far with the idea that, that if he had let Charlie die, it would have been Penny. Oh, I don't believe it at all. I, it's, I think it's 100% not true. But I feel like they're at least suggesting that it might be. I, I I don't know. I feel like maybe that maybe it's just like they want to set up that idea, but they don't really think it's they don't really want us to think, you know, by the time it's revealed that it's not Penny. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like, yeah, maybe we're supposed to think that as it's progressing. But once we see it's not Penny, I don't we shouldn't think that anymore. we shouldn't think that. Oh, well, it would have been Penny if Charlie had died. OK. OK, like that's an extra step. That I think uh, I don't I don't want to I don't want to go that far. Okay. Because I, I don't want to go that far either. But. That's just changing so much. Uh, um, yeah. And, and and you know because it's he he's jumping to the wrong conclusions you know by, based on what he saw right like right. like if he had flashes of of seeing Penny in the in the parachute uh, gear in the flight gear. And Charlie doesn't die, and then and then he finds her, and it's Naomi. Then I'm like, okay, yeah, there's the idea. There it is, right there. But like they specifically stands. don't show that. They specifically don't show that, so that means he's he's specifically assuming it's Penny. Right. And that's just a. I think it's just it's Occam's Razor. It's just a false assumption. Yeah. Like yeah. because he, he he saw a person and he saw a photograph. You know, yeah. like. And it's like, well, in the same situation, if it wasn't Desmond, he, the, uh, someone could have saw those two things and thought Desmond's coming to the island. Like, there's two people in the photograph. He, he's only, you know, he could have just as easily thought, I'm coming to the island. Right, right. If it wasn't for the fact that he's himself. <laughs> Good point. That that story is very lost. I will give it that. Yeah. No, it that's has a, all that's those quintessential loss. qualities. Yeah, you can't really get that on any other show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's all of those. All of those levels are. It's a. It's a combination you don't usually find. There. Yeah. There should be like you're saying, like he sees Penny, and then she's not there, or you know, we don't see what he sees. Like they. It's this weird middle ground where mm-hmm. he sees some stuff, but then he extrapolates. And yeah, it's enough. It. Yeah, it's enough to, and that, and I think that's where Lost is great at, at playing around in that, in that confusion, right? Like it's yeah. like they, 
they they show you some stuff and then they they show you know the character sees some stuff but it's but it's this gray area where you don't really know how to apply the the, the puzzle pieces because uh you know we don't really see who's in the in the in the flash we don't really see who's in the suit right uh you know and, and you know so it's like we know part of the 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 pieces is he's jumping to conclusions but about which part and like when and like and he's and he's having to deduce things about you know what the causality of these situations you know so mm-hmm. yeah I, I think that's where they love to play that's where they love to tell stories from is where you're just a little bit removed from uh from simple answers and uh and like straightforward logic it's it's yeah throw in a little bit of character's point of view and their perspective and their wishful thinking right yeah, yeah. And that's, like, a huge engine of the plot. Yeah. And, you know, I, I feel like that, it, it wasn't as clear to me at the time what a central role, it used to bother me, actually. It's like, I don't care what they think. I just want to talk about what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's actually, like, a part of the, big part of the point is what they think it what is. What they think it is, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's that's really something they're focusing on mm-hmm. in a way that, yeah, it just it was sort of just like I want to ignore that. I just want to get, get just get to the facts, you know. And it's like, but even facts have can be interpreted in different ways. Yeah, you know. And so I think that's definitely uh, <laughs> definitely what they like playing around with. And so yeah, um, even if it was a frustrating watch, it was very very clearly lost. Yeah, this is. And you know, I think I think that's not uh, um, that's that, that's definitely one of the reasons why I think Desmond is is popular is because he's such a lost character and his storylines yeah. are all lost storylines. Like, that's just, true. You know, he's got very uh, intense lost centric stuff going on. You're right. You're right. Totally makes sense. All right. Well, uh, anything else on Catch Twenty Two? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. So yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't bad, but uh, yeah, it was. It was kind of frustrating to watch from a knowing what's happening point of view. Yeah. Um, but uh, but at least we learned something about Desmond. Uh, not the episode didn't specifically talk about that but uh it was definitely implicit there and so i kind of appreciate that i feel like i understand his character a little better now so yeah yeah nice we made a little progress on on understanding that and how he relates to the other characters yeah. i think we could probably spend an hour discussing the hawking uh cameo and the oh, picture yeah. frame, you know mm-hmm. I, and like what that means or what it could mean or what it should mean but <laughs> not <laughs> well miss hawking will come up later and she'll meet Desmond later. It's that hasn't disappeared from the show, so we'll we'll definitely have a chance to talk about that at some point. It's a brief like Easter egg thing here, so mm-hmm. you know, um, this can just be something to incorporate in like whatever we want to say about her in the end, because yeah. it's yeah, her story is a is yet another pr- uh, lost story. <laughs> yep, <laughs> through and through. All right, well, uh, until next time, thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.